0: For to be here. This is small town music, this is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can use it. If he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song way, a song way, a song
1: way. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Mike Siegel.
2: And I'm Kyle Dawson.
1: Hey Kyle, how are you doing? You
2: caught it mid-coffee. I know. He wasn't
1: ready. He wasn't. He's got uh, one thing to do. one thing to
3: do. He's got Captain I Crunch. I thought I was going to get a point. You pointed at Mike. You didn't point at me.
1: I went like this. Oh. That's a point, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, point. And then I did this. Do, do, ga, ga, I didn't do that, really.
3: That's good
2: radio. People uh, can't see that.
1: <laughs> uh, Kyle's got a Captain Crunch shirt on. I always like that shirt. Thanks. That was, uh, was that at Target or was that a mail in and get it? This was
3: a mail in and get it. And then I got bleach on my original one. So what happened? Bought one on eBay.
1: How much was it on eBay?
3: Like eight bucks. That's not bad. No.
1: You're a small. I am a small. All right. That's good. Stay a small all your life.
2: Yeah. If you can do it. Yeah. If you can do it, do it. I haven't worn a small, I think, since uh... I'm going to go with uh, sixth grade, maybe.
1: I wear a small around the house. It does not look good, (laughs) but I wear it. Don't tighten uh kyle you're trying to wear small
2: underwear though is that uh, is that odd
1: let me tell you something i have to wear really tight underwear now when i do any physical activity
2: is that because your balls are hanging really low i don't
1: know maybe
2: with age you know they get lower and lower
1: yeah i gotta whoosh, tighten it all up in there because it's not comfortable
3: <laughs> that's what, why i'm glad i have those it. like under armor like the yeah the I compression know. shorts like those a, are good yeah like oh. a boxer brief yeah get, get those man
2: those, those
1: are like 70 bucks aren't they for a pair uh, uh,
2: do you like your balls? Maybe you, don't want, mm. maybe you want to protect them. Maybe you want to compress right. them. You've You're had right. your kids. You don't need any more sperm true. count.
1: Don't need it. So the Under Armour, what are these called? Let me? This has been it down. ball talk, Come ladies and gentlemen. Compression pants. Today's topic is all songs about balls. Compression <laughs> pants. And I wear those under a regular pant? You wear them yes. under your shorts. Yeah. All right. You have a pair of these? Yeah. Mike? Yeah. How many pairs do you have?
2: I got uh, just, just one.
1: Just one? Yeah, because they fucking cost uh, 100 bucks. Yeah, Exactly. All right, send me a link so I can get these. When my birthday comes up. But you got to keep it together. Like
2: Kramer says, you know, my boys need a house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't there an episode then where Kramer liked boxers for a while?
3: That's like part of it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, That's like the whole. I hate boxers.
1: I don't even sleep in boxers. No, I don't
3: like. Yeah, just. uh, Yeah. I wear boxers exclusively. Do Do you really? Yeah.
1: You can't. You're not going to. When well, Kyle's training for a 5K, now you can't run a 5K in boxers. No, I won't. Get compression shorts. Yeah. He will.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, how's the training coming? Because I know you do little to no physical activity.
3: Uh, I don't know. I started taking the stairs up at work. How many? <laughs> That's how, your many training how many training? Like three flights. One. three flights. Up and down. Yeah.
1: You should do that anyway. Let me yeah. tell you this. What is um? This is what I was doing when I was working in this one office building that was about six or seven floors. When you leave the building, go to the stairwell, okay? Yeah. Walk up to the top and then walk the whole way back down. I'm on the top floor. What kind of a shit building is that? Three floors? You're at the top?
4: Your penthouse
1: at three floors? Mm hmm. All right. Um, so what else are you doing to train? That's it. So have you probably. ever run... Have you, like, gone out and just... Run, do you even have running shoes? I only see... Have you ever Chuck, done physical activity whatsoever? He only has Chuck Taylors. <laughs> Where,
3: how are you going to... Do you have a pair of... I'm getting a pair of running <laughs> shoes. You need some arch support, You're going to buy a friend. pair
1: of running shoes just for this one event.
3: Probably. I didn't really think this through. Wear, this, pla- this wear a, plastic
1: bags over <laughs> and then you can take them back after you're done.
2: This is a 5K? Yes. Oh, that's nothing. That's yeah, I like could run, 20 minutes.
3: Uh, I could run that now. Okay. Yeah. You should be able to. Yeah. What is it? That's three why Three it's like three, three point 3.1. Yeah.
1: yeah, we were saying earlier, it's not like when we run it and we're wheezing and gasping and uh, playing mind games. Must must cross line. Yeah, must live longer.
2: When I was Cal's age, I probably could have gone out all night the night before, then woken up and run a yeah. run a five k. Yep. Yeah. Badly, but I would have finished.
1: What do you What do you hope your time will be?
3: uh under an hour i don't think it, i don't think it'll take an hour. an hour i did it one time in
1: 27 minutes yes, 26 should, minutes
3: an hour <laughs> an hour you could walk it you could walk under it an, an hour, hour. I know, I, that's that's my goal i know your, i'll make it
1: your roommate wow. is uh, physically fit what does he run a 5k in
3: i don't he was running he said that he ran like through three or five miles yesterday mm-hmm. five miles and it was like seven minute miles wow.
1: wow so are you gonna are you doing it with him yeah. Are you going to try to keep up with him? You'll never see
2: him. Day. Yeah. No. You'll see him at the starting line you'll and then the You'll see the back the of end. his
1: compression shorts.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, good luck. When is that again?
3: That is August 15th.
1: August 15th. This might drop after that.
3: Okay. Oh, will it? I th- it might. When, when okay. It might. Yeah, I
1: think. I will probably be in Europe. Then. That's great. Where are you going to be in Europe?
2: I'm going to Scandinavia. I'm going to you know, follow up on my uh, death metal obsession. <laughs>
1: You will pro- My Norwegian the- death metal. You will also be probably in the final ten of Last Comic Standing by the time this. Airs, oh yes, so. folks. Are
2: you watching? <laughs> no, by this time oh, I can't. I that can't was a good
1: joke. Uh, that was a good joke that was in
2: the promo though that you did.
1: You'd have been using me, but uh,
2: I haven't seen myself yet. Look, you, so. had, a,
1: you, had, you had one good joke. Yeah. <laughs> and your camera ready, so of course they're going to use you in the promo. Well, that's the impossible.
2: Like I, I made the mistake of saying, "Hey, tune in tonight on Last Comic Standing," and then I. I I forgot to put the disclaimer. Hey, I don't know how they cut these things. Then I may people, be in it. I may
1: not be in it. The- and then people are angry for no reason. Dude,
3: I stayed up. Stayed up. <laughs> I, I watched for two whole I was, hours. I was entertained for two hours. Yeah, yeah and, I get and and you didn't like see
1: you. Maybe that's why I was entertained. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kyle, I got a, a, quick, uh, a quick brand new song I'd like to play. But before Ooh, new, I, new music. But before I do, Kyle. <laughs>
4: New music roundup.
2: Yeah. yeah. There you
1: go. <laughs> well. all right. So, uh, <laughs> hear me the little thing. Cause I need to plug in over here. This is, uh, coming out. This is, uh, I think it's coming out in September. Yeah. September 18th. It's, uh, this gentleman's uh, third solo album, Keith Richards. Wow. His third solo album after man, I don't know. It's been like 20 years, maybe since he's had a, so yeah, it's 20 years since he had a solo album. The album's called, uh, cross-eyed heart. This is the first single. I haven't really even heard it yet, so this is called Trouble.
0: Just because you find yourself off the streets again That don't mean that I can't help you or I ain't your friend I like
1: I like Keith solo stuff. I don't mind that. No, I like uh, I like when he does his solo stuff. I I bet it takes like a year to make a Stones album, and he probably throws one of these together in about <laughs> right. a
2: month, right? <laughs> in his basement.
1: It's all the guys that worked on the on his other ones, the expensive winos, Steve Jordan and Waddy Wachtel, and. Ivan Neville, Bobby Keys. So, uh, yeah, I bet that'll be a fun album. I'd, I'd be great if he did a couple of shows because you know he'd do a solo yeah, show out here in absolutely.
2: LA. Absolutely. How did you get that tune? Is it uh, online? It's, it's onla- you can find it online. Okay. That's yeah. the only one they've released, though?
1: That's the only one they've released so far. That was on iHeartRadio, I think, is where we stole that from.
2: Well, I hope he comes around because we didn't go to the uh, Stone show this last yeah. one. Let We're be- only in San Diego. That sucked.
1: They said I read yesterday that they're gonna they're gonna re. I guess they had a meeting. I guess they have board meetings. Okay. And Mick just said, uh, "Don't you think we should?" It's about time we record again. And everyone said, that, "Okay." <laughs> and so, because uh, it's been ten years since they had an album out, so
2: maybe Keith wishes he would have saved some of these songs for the Stones album. Well, that's
1: what's funny when they do that when they do these solo albums because I think there's a lot of good Mick solo songs. I think there's a lot of good Keith solo songs. But when was Mick's last solo album? That was 19. 19- no, 2001. Oh. It like tanked so bad. And it was, I, I thought it was a great album. And it really, like, no one bought it. Did no you do one some did.
2: duets on that one? Did you have he duets on that uh,
1: He worked with uh, Lenny Kravitz, was on there, and uh, Bono. He mm-hmm. does a song with Bono. It's a great album. Great God, album. People don't want to see him, I guess. They just don't want to, I know. They don't want solo music.
2: Well, they don't play that. I mean, where, where who's going to play that on the radio? You that, know, as much Keith, as we like that Keith Richards song, who's going to. No one. Where's it gonna play?
1: Classic rock radio doesn't play. They don't play new songs by classic rock artists. They only play "Surrender" and "I Want You to Want Me" and "Dust in the Wind." I know
2: that's got to be so frustrating.
1: I, if I if I was uh, if I was a DJ at a classic rock radio station coming up Kansas, then you can say, okay, is it gonna be "Carry On Wayward Son." Or yeah, you know be,
2: exactly what it's. It hasn't changed since we were young. No,
1: nope. we I hear uh, "White Wedding" so much <laughs> that like even the girls would be like. Didn't we just hear this song right. yesterday? We heard it today already.
2: It made me hate weddings and white people.
1: <laughs> I
2: hate so, the color uh, and, and the ritual.
1: I really think classic rock radio should go a little deeper. And then when these classic rock artists have new music out, they should, they should give it a spin, try.
2: The only change I've noticed is like now they've, they're considering 90s is now classic rock. Oh, and so, but that's a lot of, again, U2, Guns N' Roses. Yeah. But after that, it's still, yep. Yep, same thing. Here's the Eagles. I know. Hotel California one more time. I know, and I love, hotel,
1: I love Hotel California, but- we but never need to hear it never again. Never need, not on the radio. Give me something different.
2: And it's the thought of that you're giving Don Henley more money. That's the other thought of <laughs> he
1: it. He has a new album coming out, too.
2: Yeah, okay, well, who's going to play that? I
1: don't, I don't know. <laughs> I
2: don't and, really. his, and his audience doesn't even buy, well, they still buy CDs. But they don't like. Will they buy it on? Maybe they will get it on iTunes. Wow. They're the ones who buy it at Barnes and Noble. It'll be playing at Starbucks. That's where it'll be playing.
1: How am I? How am I talking about? How are we talking? We just played new music by Keith Richards. Now I gotta. I gotta look up this. We gotta give Don Henley a little whirl.
2: You have. You have his new thing.
1: Um, it's. It, 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 you can get two songs on iTunes right now. So let me. Uh, let me just bop over there.
3: And give him more money.
1: Yeah. Oh, and we're just going to play it for that free. Guy. Fuck that guy. Um, here we go. This one's called Take a Picture of This. I assume that's a dick pic.
3: Or it's his face, which is the same thing. <laughs> wow. wow. Look at that.
1: Kyle bringing it. Captain Crunch. I like when you, when you're, you eat Captain. Is that on your training table, by the way, yeah. Captain Crunch? <laughs> yep. I love Captain Crunch, except when it cuts my mouth and I drink orange juice. It's terrible. Okay, this is called uh, Take a Picture of This by Don Henley. Sounds like typical Don Henley solo stuff. It does. He's got a lot of people on this album. He's got Mick Jagger, Miranda Lambert, Merle Haggard, Martina McBride. Did you say Merle Haggard? Yeah, Haggard. Yeah, there you go.
2: I said. There's, a, there's a D at the end of that.
1: Merle, Sammy Haggard. <laughs> <laughs> He's got him. He's got the Haggard brothers from... Uh,
3: Got Hager, the horrible, <laughs>
1: yeah, and Dolly Parton's on there. It's supposed to be a country album, which well,
3: that's like the re- last
2: refuge of rock but, stars. I mean, you know, e- Steven music, Tyler does a country e- album. Eagles now. music
1: always skewed country. Yeah, to it was me, countryish so. always. All right. Well, uh, Mike, anything else new before we get started? I'm thinking, what else is
2: new? Yeah, we can be traveling. I want to talk to you. I'm going to have you on the Travel Tales podcast. I though. can't do that. Oh, really?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have enough. Uh, I have enough uh, foreign locations under my belt. Yeah. Now. I want I've to get been your reaction de- to Rome in Detroit? Stuff. Oh.
2: Detroit. <laughs> <Des trois. laughs> <laughs> um oh, What's it, the Rock City? You know that.
1: The but uh, uh, Paul Gilmartin Martin witnessed a, a shooting right down what? the street from here.
3: You didn't hear about this? No. I heard that there was a shooting here. I know. If
1: you I have to send you the link. He's he's the P- police inter- the Los Angeles Times article, they interview Paul Gilmartin. Martin. You kidding? No. It was right down it was right at Laurel Canyon Ventura, which literally, people, it's not even a 5K from here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, Kyle could probably run Kyle there in two minutes. Kyle could actually sprint there. Uh, no, it's, You're it's, telling me there's a shooting in America?
2: Hold on. <laughs> Back it up.
1: Um, but yeah, this guy was brandishing a gun, and uh, cops came, and the guy was just sitting on a bench. He was holding the gun. But Paul called it uh, suicide by cop oh. because the cops told him, put the gun down. Nope. Put the gun down. Nope. And the guy stood up, and then boom, took him out.
2: Did Paul get an interview with the guy right before
1: he got shot? <laughs> Paul actually talked him into it, <laughs> which is so that he could get an episode out of it.
2: He's a big fan of the mental illness. Yeah. Uh, happy hour. Uh, but Paul, boy, that's scary. Yeah, it is. But was he, he like a crazy, like a homeless dude or something? Um, I,
1: look, whoever he is, he was able to get a gun in America. And yeah, no, there was, there
2: was a shooting by, uh, by me, not too, not too far from me. Mm-hmm. A homeless guy had gone into, he's either in somebody's yard or in their house or something, he got in, and the, owner, the owner shot him.
4: Well, and that's why we need our guns. Yeah,
1: no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to today's. Today's episode, I don't really have like a cool name for it. I, I called it album closers. What would you call it, Kyle?
3: I don't know, maybe like last song. Last there.
1: song? What do you like, Mike? That's
2: what I put. Close, I put last closing. songs on my uh, okay. playlist Last songs or
1: closing, last song? Closing tracks.
3: Album
2: closers. Um, that's what I had, album closers. Cappers. Headliners. Codas.
3: I don't like coda.
1: Lid closers. What do you call it? I'm going to let you choose. I
3: don't know. I just call it like closing tracks. Or- closing tracks.
1: Okay, that's I'm leaving. Finales? I don't know.
3: That's a little better. Finale's.
1: I'm gonna change it to finales, even though I don't really like it. I'm so gonna <laughs> okay. call it. All right. Hey, welcome to the the show. Today's finales. <laughs> Mike Siegel and I are gonna play. Oh, and by the way, the lovely ladies of Rock Solid will be back soon. I think it's been a while. Christy was here for a David Wild episode, and and it's been a while since April's been. April's been out. April's of town. been on the road. She's been she's been doing she, shows and I, following Morrissey.
2: Did you yeah? Did you see your post? Uh, she she drove like, like you know thousands and thousands of miles, like saw miles 21 shows or something or some or 10 shows i don't yeah. know
1: she did nine shows and saw 10 morrissey shows i think is what it was wow so um that's a fan that is a fan that
2: is a fan he's got to know her right by now i mean i think
1: so yeah i think i think he probably sees her and says oh geez <laughs> 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 but uh they'll be back there's no there's they. we've just had guests and and things happen, and you know, and you know, but it's nothing. They'll be back. The lovely ladies
2: of Rock Solid will be back. I finally watched the Wrecking Crew documentary.
1: I enjoyed it. I'm also, I will have um, five autographed DVD copies of the Wrecking Crew to give away. And so look for on your Twitter feed for that.
2: Oh, yeah. I enjoyed yeah. it. That was great. It's fun. It's really Man, cool. I can't imagine. I, I mean, how long did it take them to put that together?
1: He's worked on it for like 15 years or something, oh my right? my God. Uh, my favorite story in there, and we talked about it on that show, was how for uh, Mr. Tambourine Man, the birds, they br- it was all session musicians. It took them like a couple of hours, and then turn, 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 took them three days with the band. <laughs> right. Ridiculous. The
2: well, time was money in the studio, I and think they, they got to know. And it's like, oh, we don't have time for you guys to come in here and noodle around and yeah. learn your instrument. Yeah,
1: Crosby <laughs> yeah. with your gun and drugs, whatever he was doing <laughs> back then.
2: Did you ever watch uh, Dogtown and Z-Boys on the flight?
1: You know what? I had it with me. You jerk. You didn't even watch it. I didn't watch it. I, did, I had it with me. I had, here's what I took on the flight to watch. That and uh, Popeye cartoons from the 40s. I didn't watch those either. <laughs> Popeye cartoons? Yeah, from the 40s. What? Go Why? Go, 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 go. <laughs> I wanted to see what happened when he eats that spinach. I still don't know.
3: Didn't Nana buy you those?
1: Yeah. And what did she say?
3: She was like, oh, he wants Popeye. Is
1: that what she did? Are you leaving a word out? I'd, I think she said the F word. Oh, maybe. I think she said, 45 <laughs> okay. years old, he went fucking
3: Popeye. <laughs> I think that is what she said.
2: First of all, who's 45 in the room? I don't know who you're talking about.
1: This is how long I've had those. <laughs> I've had them for seven years. I've had a guitar for uh, 12 years. I <laughs> <laughs> Haven't watched Popeye, haven't played the guitar. All right, these are album closers. We're going to play our favorite uh Songs that end albums Doesn't even have to be A good album
2: Oh it's see just, I was if, if I'm going to think Of the best closers I think of it as a piece And I'm thinking well, It would be a classic Album's got to have A classic closer I, That's the way I want with it
1: There's some bad albums That have a great Closing track That is true so That is true Some of mine might be that way Okay But uh, you know But when I look down here I think most of these albums Are solid for me Yeah, yeah they are So Fuck that <laughs> uh, Mike I'll let you go first What's your first album closer
2: Well The before, al- before like the Beatles, really, I think the mm-hmm. albums were like just a collection of the singles they would throw on there. Sure. And the singles were the thing. Yeah, so, so the Beatles kind of make it like the first time to make it like a, a full piece. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know so I had to put them on the list, and the obvious choices were, well, the end, you know with the final Yes, and in the end, the love you take is equal to the love you make." thats yeah. you can't you drop the mic, you fucking walk. You that's walk it. Out. Um, or the day in the, uh, day in the life would probably be the obvious with that like 45- second. Yep. Chord held out. but uh, So I just took an odd one. Uh, this is from the White Album. Okay. So after two, two uh, full albums of craziness <laughs> that's all over the map, they end it with um, Ringo singing a lullaby. All right. This is hear. Good Night. To get the talking at the end, a lot of drugs in the room right now.
1: And this would be my perfect example of a song that closes out a bad album. <laughs> I don't like the White <laughs> Album. Really? I just don't. I like. Everybody, everybody. What is that?
2: It was his whispering. Oh. So you just listen through two albums, and then all of a sudden at the end, we're like, okay, I guess we can go to bed now.
1: I like to uh, I like to whittle the White Album down to a nice, uh, a solid single good album. album for myself. Um, this won't be my one I'm going to play now, but we'll do it right now because you just said it. My, I was going to close out the show or my choices with... Uh, go ahead. Click it, Kyle.
2: Yeah. It is. I read the news today, oh boy. This is in mono. Oh, it is mono. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta get the last chord, then. How just like, it's like two different songs crammed together, yeah. and then it ends with like 8,000 instruments yeah, all clanging at once, and then boom.
1: Yeah, it's great.
2: Yeah, that's um, a good one.
1: I was, I think the, the Beatles reissues, they kind of bummed me out a little bit because they had that stereo box and they had the mono box. And in reality, some of these albums, you could have put the stereo and the mono all, both on one disc.
2: Because they don't take up much.
1: No, the mono
2: recording takes up no space,
1: and um, or they could have made all the things like two CD sets. Like you'll get a, the stereo, dis- and it was such a
2: making you buy more. And the
1: and the mono box was way more than the stereo. Box. <laughs> I I hate when they don't do it to my liking.
2: How much more money do they need? I know. What are they? The Eagles? Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> But uh, so, but the song I wanted, I was going to start off with uh, today is uh, an undeniable. You can't deny that this is a great song. This is from 1969. This closes out the Rolling Stones' "Let It Bleed." Oh, awesome!
0: I saw her today at the reception.
2: Reception. Oh.
0: A glass of wine in her hand. I knew. She was gonna meet her connection. At her
4: feet was a loose man. You can't always get what you want. More shakers.
3: You're on those maracas No. You can't always get oh, for the Shaker song. Yeah. <laughs> you want.
1: How would you find that? You'd have to Google you search can't songs with Morocco. Get
0: what you
2: want. We could do a cowbell show. I bet we could Do it all cowbell show
1: well i'm getting played. don't fear the reaper first
2: <laughs> what was the uh, i almost had a stone song there but what i can't remember what i was gonna the one that closes beggar's banquet what is that
1: is that well, i can tell you because i are yeah, you I, looking it up because i can look it up quicker kyle <laughs> don't even do it did you find it already no don't do it i can find it because i have the whole catalog right in front of me. i thought you would
2: know it off the top. uh of your
1: head. salt of the earth Oh, closes I out. I think of there. that one. What well, were you? You were. Uh, There's sympathy for the devil. Opens it. St- oh, okay. street fighting man's in the middle.
2: What closes? Sticky fingers then?
1: Are we just going to go through everything? No. Moonlight mile.
2: Mm. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you? What song? Are you maybe thinking? I was
2: thinking of what you you brought in. Maybe what song <laughs> are you thinking? Yeah, okay. I don't remember. I don't remember what the hell I was thinking.
1: Oh, you, you might be thinking of Exile on Main Street, which closes with uh, Soul Survivor?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're up, Mike. Maybe they don't close well, the Rolling Stones.
1: I, f- I picked the one. I, <laughs> I know I, you did pick I it. I did that did my was research. Great.
2: All right, well, I'm going to go to another classic. Uh, this is from 1971. It's our uh, friend Marvin Gaye and his revolutionary What's Going On album, and this is uh, the closing song. This is Inner City Blues.
0: Don't chance Spend it all I have not Money We make it Before we see it. You take it Oh
2: Set so that turned not to be the third single off the album? It was What's Going On, uh, Mercy, Mercy Me, and then that one.
1: I haven't... I don't think I've ever heard that song.
2: You're kidding me. No. That was one of the... That was a third single off. It was a big hit. Big hit. Look, I believe you. Where did you grow up? Western Pennsylvania? Uh, yes. Did you ever see an African-American person growing up? We didn't really. I know you didn't. We didn't really. We... We... I mean, people was, I know... Was this is cheap trick in Kansas, pumping out of the garages where you were.
1: Um, I'm trying to think, probably Seeger. <laughs> <Thought> <laughs> yeah, a Seeger okay. was playing. Uh, give me the thing once, because we were talking about we were talking about Mike Siegel and Last Comic Standing. Let's hear a little. Oh bit. no, 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 don't. No. What no, are you this doing? Is, this is music related, and this is uh, this is you from the promo. Oh no. Let's, let's listen,
2: and then just kind of see what happens. I got friends that are broke snobs. You know these people; they don't have any money, but they turn their nose up at free stuff. I got a buddy like that. I'd be, hey man, I got us free tickets for that concert you wanted to see. He's like, yeah, where are the seats? Apparently, they're in the ungrateful bastard section. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they're all. Look at that. That's a good. That's a good piece of business. I still <laughs> and, have
2: not seen that. And
3: that's, who are you? That's uh... a great joke about Murray. Yeah. yeah who? Who are you Actually, talking specifically, about specifically?
2: There? If there's like two guys that it's uh, you don't know them, but uh, yeah, they are. Are they at I'll tell you off the off the air who, who they are, but it's from real life for sure.
1: Well, yeah, that's the best. Your hair was flat though in this. That's I, that no. Was a, yeah, your hair's a little flat. I thought they uh, poofed it up a little. No, it looks a little flat. it's, Sorry. A, little, it's a little unflattering. <laughs> um, no, that's a great joke and. uh... They cut, it, they cut it a little
2: bit. They, they really sliced it for time. Did they edit the guy's names out of it? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got a buddy of mine, Frank. Uh,
2: Murray Valeriano. No, I'm kidding. Uh, not Murray.
1: No, it's not Murray. It's not me. It's not it's Murray. It's not you. No. It's not Chip.
2: No. You might know a couple of the guys. Okay. I'll tell wait, you <laughs> I can't wait to hear. Uh,
1: and his next artist, I rarely play any.
2: Oh, and by the way, on stage, it's Ungrateful Asshole, which uh, is a much bigger laugh. But I had bastards, to it to, I like though. Bastard, I had to change it for network.
1: I think I like bastards better. Mm. What do you like better, assholes or bastards? <laughs> I,
3: liked, I liked the bastards.
1: Bastards was
2: All pretty right. good. It's got the hard B
1: sound? Yeah. All right. and, and people don't use that word a lot. <laughs> yeah. Asshole, I hear a lot.
2: Yeah. I bet you do.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I bet you do.
1: Uh, okay, so I don't play, I rarely play solo Ozzy Osbourne. But this, and we uh,
2: all thank you for that.
1: But this uh, this song closes out The Ultimate Sin. This was the single. Ultimate is, Sin? Yeah, from 1986. Oh, okay. Uh, Dweezil is in this video. And a friend of the show. This Dweezil's is after Zapp. Bark at the Moon. This is after... Yeah, it's... Uh, it's uh, yeah, this is after Bark... This is the second Jakey e. Lee album. Okay. But uh, this is weird. This was the single, and it closes the album. Let's hear a little bit of Shot in the Dark. Oh, I remember this. Speaking of someone who didn't have flat hair, this is when Ozzy oh, was no. moosing it up. Yeah, he's got like a spangle thing. You have to look at the video sometimes. Got a spangled thing on his microphone.
2: Glam Ozzy was never a good look. No, or Glam Kiss for that matter. Ugh. Glam Gene Simmons,
1: horrible. Are you looking it up? This is one of his most accessible songs. That's a I good think. song.
2: And this how many was, albums put the single as the closer? I mean, that's rare.
1: Really? Well, the, yeah, the guys are on drugs. Yeah, that's true. The song was uh, was either co-written or written by the bass player at the time, Phil, I think Susan or Susan is his name. Um, He has sued Ozzy and Sharon so many times over money and stuff about this song. That they don't eat, they don't include this song on any of the greatest hits packages because <laughs> they don't to screw him. Yes, that's true. <laughs> they don't want to give him any money, and that's one of Ozzy's, like I yeah. said, most accessible songs. Did you see him Does in the he, video? Yeah. Does Ridiculous. he play it live? It Does
2: he play it live at least? Hmm. He might play it live, but he just wouldn't re- have it recorded or something.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, just did not if, give that guy don't royalties. Know if that's I've awesome. ever se- I' I've seen Ozzy three times. I don't think I've ever seen him play that live.
2: And you know, it's not. Ozzy, it's, it's all Sharon. Sharon, Sharon. you Sharon. piss her off and you're daddy, dead. Daddy,
4: I don't want to give <laughs> Phil Stoopsen any money, daddy. I want to put it up Jack's nose.
1: <laughs> uh, what's your next song?
2: Uh, again, classic album. We're going to go to Led Zeppelin 4. And a lot of uh, closers I see this, they go to uh, big long songs. We and need this-
1: to have a sting that says crossover, crossover songs. Because I had this too, but I'm going to let you introduce it. All right. You wanna, and, and You, you want to record the, from the, the beginning songs
3: right now? Because you guys were both... Talking. was that
1: just you want to do it
3: yeah do it but so what do we call it
1: oh what, together cr- we do that together yeah we'll count to three kyle
3: okay one two three crossover songs okay perfect
1: <laughs> okay great i'll isolate that and we'll drop it in we we'll use that whenever we have a crossover
2: one of the greatest opening drum riffs Never. Mm-hmm. this is when the levy breaks
1: Monica in there, too. Got a lot of stuff in there. Got an album. This goes for doing, a while. Got an album that really doesn't have a title. Yeah. <laughs> where did I drop it in from? See where I dropped it. I don't know if I dropped it in from the same spot or if I went somewhere different. Let's see what I got. I think I went in with some vocals. I always like to hear words.
0: If it keeps on raining, And love
1: is going that's Mike Siegel on table drums. Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> so this song uh, this song opens with Black Dog and closes yeah. with when the, the album levy. opens with, yeah. Yeah, when the levy breaks, and then sandwiched in between there, we got rock and roll, battle of evermore, Stairway, Stairway to Heaven, Heaven, Misty Mountain Hop, Four Sticks, going to, going to California.
2: That's a that's an album right there, friend.
1: Speaking of classic rock and it got dissed right. On Rolling Stone, right? Yeah, I think so. And it only—it doesn't even have a title. It's really, I don't know what it's called. I guess Led Zeppelin Four, but it really doesn't have a title.
2: That's one of the great scenes on uh, It Might Get Loud when Jimmy Page is talking about that. And it's like for Led Zeppelin Four, they gave it, like Rolling Stone gave it like a one-paragraph review. And he's like, there's a lot of stuff on there. Yeah. To just give it <laughs> that. Yeah, that's They missed the whole point. But you know, that they talk about doing When the Levee Breaks because they went to that giant... Ma- you know, Manner, yeah, where they recorded it, and they had his drums in the foyer. Yeah, you know they had a really high ceiling with the stairwell yeah. so it just echoed through the whole thing he said after that drummers wanted to get that sound said so they were recording like elevator shafts and
4: man we wanted
1: to get the big drum sound so we went <laughs> to the manor and we just set up right in the fucking hall and man the ceilings had to be 40 feet high and you know mean, after
2: your 8th trip to London your accent has gotten not,
1: uh, Mike, not I'm a, telling an ounce you, better Mike I'm telling you now that is and, the worst uh, English
2: accent attempt we're, I've we're ever heard we're in the
1: heard. manor and we're playing the drum and the fucking Bonzo is just Cranking it Dick
2: up. Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins did it better than you on that. Let me tell
4: you something, Mike. Oh, Mary, Mary Poppins. Puppins, I'm going to lift him. your skirt up and pop
1: you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I cut you off, though. You I only know.
1: I was just going to say uh, we we're talking about classic rock radio. I only like to listen to Stairway to Heaven on my fucking terms. Like when I <laughs> like want to hear it, I'll fucking put right. it on.
2: Don't force it on me.
1: Don't play it for me. <laughs> Because I don't want to hear it when you play it, but if I have the if I have the headphones on, I want in my time. That's when I'll listen to it.
2: You like to control your stairway to heaven? Yeah,
1: yeah. I get it. I get it. All right, you're. Yeah. Now that was yours, and then I piggybacked it. So I'll throw. Uh, it. So it's me, Kyle. What do you? It's think? you. It's you. Right. Go ahead. Uh, this is the aforementioned, uh, we talked about this guy earlier. Kyle called him an asshole right to his, uh, well behind his back. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Very manly of you.
1: Don Henley. This is, uh, this is from the 1974 album on the border by the Eagles. And I do love the Eagles. I make fun of Henley and Fry, but I really like, love them. I do. And this is, uh, the, this is the best of my love. Randy Miser on base
4: mm-hmm. boom boom boom
0: we try to talk
1: I do love how Don Henley's voice sounded. It's I a really great do. song. Yeah. And was that, was Bernie Ledin still in the band? Then? Yes.
2: Okay. Was that his last contri- th- contribution? What year was that? 74?
1: That was 74. Now, let me look. Now, Mike, you're, you're, yeah, I'm getting a little bit older, so my Sorry. memory's going. <laughs> now, Desperado
2: was before that, right? Desperado.
1: Desperado is the album before that. Yeah, De- yeah. yeah, the album Desperado. Kind of, this is their uh, this is their third album. Okay. I'll tell you who's in the band. I think Bernie Ledin uh,
2: was jettisoned after this one.
1: This is it. Don Henley, Glenn Fre- Fry, Bernie Ledden, uh Randy Meisner and uh Don Felder uh plays on that song too. But then uh yeah, then then they let uh
2: Bernie Ledin get in. Let's get this crazy Joe Walsh character and rack it up a bit. <laughs>
1: Oh no, you know what? I'm wrong. No, no. Bernie was on uh, Bernie was on for one more album. He was on the um He was on the one of these nights albums. Oh, he was. Let me make sure of that. No. Here's what happened. Oh. I'll tell you right now. Exclusive. No, no. He is yeah, he's on the first yeah. He he left before Hotel California.
2: Absolutely, yeah.
1: And I do know that. I don't know why I'm I So mean,
2: Hotel California
1: was Walsh's first album? Yes, that was his debut. Hey. That's a nice way to come in. Yeah. So that's that's the, that's great talk. Meanwhile, about Bernie Ledin's going <laughs> son of a. <laughs> did he get kicked out or did he leave on his own accord? I'm not sure. I think he was a. Little,
2: well, according to the documentary, Fry says you know they just wanted to to get more balls in the band, but I think he had he he was like more of a folky country yeah. guy. Yeah, banjo, banjo and some songs. yeah, and they were trying to move away from that. And,
1: and then after they got uh, Joe Walsh, Glenn Fry was like, nah, this guy gets a lot of attention on stage. <laughs> Damn it, <laughs> mistake. Uh, what's next for you
2: uh, I'm, this is something I'm sure you didn't bring okay non-crossover crossover crossover
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, this is from the Pogues this is uh, oh, their no, classic this guy, album I can't even think of this even i playing this I'm one throwing up on my produced
2: mouth. by your friend Elvis Costello this is their classic album Rum Sodomy and the Lash which is one of my favorite titles of it alright let's hear it this is uh, called the band played Waltzing Matilda Johnny Turkey was ready hey Prime I did bring this
1: Is this like a traditional Irish song? It's a, a, uh, well, I'll tell you about it Tom (laughs) Waits song? No
2: (laughs) And the band played Waltzing Matilda as we stop to bury our slain. and we bury theirs, and the Turks bury theirs, and it started all over again. So it's basically, it's a song about uh, Gallipoli and the uh, Australians fighting in Gallipoli.
1: Oh, the Mel Gibson movie about racism. Yeah. It wasn't about racism. <laughs> yeah, Mel Gibson's racist. Oh, yeah, right. I never saw the movie Gallipoli.
2: It's great. It's great. But it's such a like when I went to Turkey, there was a it, it's in Turkey the fighting where it happened It was they were fighting the Ottoman Empire and the British and the whole thing. So they uh little history lesson here. What happened was, you know, it was a slaughter basically. It was really rock solid history. <laughs> It was horrible. It was like, a, but every Australian learns this story. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's famous, and so they all grew up knowing it. So, so many Australians go to Turkey to visit it. Yeah, that I went to like a little tour company in Istanbul there, and you would, you could take day trips oh, down nice. to Gallipoli. But the guy who worked there had an Australian accent, and I said, "Wow, you speak English great." I mean, you obviously went to Australia. And he goes, "No, I just." He, he deals with so many australians he's got this he's got amazing it. australian accent That's but he never I went there. i was
1: in london for like a couple of days and it all comes back i'm just Hello, oh mate. god they they should punch you in the face we're in the manor and bonzo came in he brought his sticks <laughs> he brought these new
4: sticks that was made of metal and when he beat he beat his cans man
2: pretty good right do you know where the story of rum sodomy and the lash came from no the, it's, they said it's uh, said by Winston Churchill, like mm-hmm. they were having some meeting and some naval commander said, talked about naval, well, it's not naval tradition. He goes, don't tell me about naval tradition. It's all rum sodomy in the lab, <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is a great, the Pogue, great quote. The Pogue's lead singer is his Shane name, McGowan, the I want ugliest to, man. I want you to type in Shane McGowan. In and, music. And type in teeth. And possibly history. And images and see what you, Kyle, you're going to throw up in your mouth. Yeah.
3: Oh, my God. Yeah.
2: yeah. And still alive. Horrific. That's the most amazing thing.
3: Horrific, right? He looks like a vampire in a blade movie.
1: Yeah. He looks like Nosferatu.
3: <laughs> Terrible. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: You okay? Yeah, I'm like, You're right. going to pass out. You look a little flush.
2: I read the book. Did you read the uh, Our Band Could Be Your Life? I want to say this quote is in there, but it's about uh, Robin Hitchcock was in there. It was, okay. they, they quoted him saying, it's like the first time I ever saw that. I heard there's this buzz around this band and the Pogues in London and went yeah. to some smelly club in the basement and some guy, you know, we're just waiting around and nothing's happening. They're waiting and they're, obviously it's running late and, yeah. and some like uh, guy shambles in, <laughs> staggering, and, and they're thinking, well, they're going to throw this guy out, right? Yeah. He's like a bum or something and then he walks on stage and he said, that was Shane McGowan. Wow. <laughs> and then it's like, Okay. Do, now he's like, that was the first time I ever saw them.
1: How do me? I don't know. I just don't know how musicians work and drugs. And I get, this is what I, this is totally off topic, but uh, Journey's drummer just had some problems. He's in jail right now. Oh, really? Yeah. There's some dead domestic abuse and a whole bunch of stuff. So, and they're on tour right now. So they literally. So you're saying his lady didn't know when to shut up. <laughs> yes, I guess so. <laughs> I'm, so I'm kidding. Li- <laughs> literally, he caught me off guard there. So, literally, they, 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 they got a uh, uh, session drummer, Omar Hakim, who's played with tons of people, including Sting. And now he's. But how does that guy know how to play Journey songs?
2: What do you mean, how does he know? Because I mean, he's listened to classic rock like us for the last but, I mean, 30 years and he they, knows them by heart.
1: They just go, here's our set list, know these songs, and you can just pick it up like that? I think you do a run through. I mean, it seems like. I don't know. I just. On the flight over, he
2: went through their whole catalog. They said, this is the set list. He heard it. He went over And, it and he bit. could
1: do it after that.
2: And well, by the way... I'm sure they rehearsed. I mean, you, you rehearsed yeah. a little bit, but I mean, I mean if he's a professional, yeah. it takes... a You saw The Wrecking Crew. These guys could knock it out in I an hour. so.
1: It just seems so weird to me that you could learn... Like get Hal Blaine dance. in there. <laughs> and Hal Blaine's 90. And he'll be an old cranky bastard. <laughs> uh, but I mean, yeah, Journey's a drummer during the heyday was Steve Smith, and that guy's a great jazz fusion drummer.
2: So this is the same guy that got arrested? Steve no, Smith? No, 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 no.
1: Steve... Um, uh, in '96, they all reconvened the classic lineup with Steve Perry, and then at, then they broke up soon after. And then Steve Smith, just, he said, "Well, I don't really want to do it without. I'm not interested unless it's th- this lineup." So no, what the else he's he got to do. Well, he he tours. He if you look Steve Smith up, he he's all over the world doing drum clinics and touring with uh, his jazz fusion combo oh, called Vital Information. So he could
2: give a shit. That's Fu money. That's what yeah. That that's is. right.
1: Um. Okay, oh, here's mine. Mine, it's my turn. Get off your phone. What are you looking up? How that to do a 5K? Some
2: Batman yep. information. Some more Shane McGowan teeth.
1: No, it appears that uh, Michael <laughs> Chiklis will be ruining Gotham this year. He's going to be playing the Commish, right? The Commish Gordon?
3: <laughs> he basically is. He's like in charge of the police. I don't uh, know. I, saw I only watched six episodes. Yeah, I,
1: only, I think I only album. made it through six, too. Uh, this is from, this is not her debut album, but people think it's her debut album. Um, she had a couple poppy albums uh, released in Canada. But this is Alanis Morissette from Jagged Little Pill mm-hmm. 1995 and she uh, closes out with a song that people often uh, joke about and make fun of because uh, maybe the song's not really ironic.
0: Oh. to it safe Was afraid to fly He packed his suit gates, Kissed his kids goodbye I it is life
2: to take that flight As the down it well, isn't this nice? and isn't it No, it's not. No, it's not. It's like radio. Did you buy this album when it came out? No.
1: You're not into chick music? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I was all Lilith Fair all the time. My friend.
1: This album is solid, top no, to bottom. It it's really great. I've been working to get her in here for a while Does she live around here she does she lives in i think malibu and i, I one of pilar's friends knows her like knows her knows her like awesome. like they're friends
2: i just remember this so, was, so it was, 95, cause it was 95 because at the time i was like playing a lot of colleges around mm-hmm. the country and yep. every girl in every campus played this i mean they all had it yeah and they loved it oh Lattice. yeah and they would just... crank everything going down in the theater that whole thing and Taylor she was
1: crazy and wild. Taylor Hawkins is, was the touring drummer. Oh, really? Yep. Foo Fighters stole him away from her.
2: Well, I'm going to tie it in with my next... All right, let's do Foo it. Foo Fighters connection. Okay. I'm going to go in the same era. All right. This is... Uh,
1: ooh, the cops could, are here. Another shooting? shooting. Go. Gil Martin, Gil go Martin. home and stop inciting shootings. <laughs>
2: uh, this is uh, the closer on In Utero, Nirvana's album. All apologies. All right. It's a strong
1: closing song. hmm
2: might be my favorite Nirvana song. Heartshaped box, I
0: song,
1: it also closes out their greatest hits package, too. It's less on there.
2: It's a good closer. It's a good closer. Steve Albini's still not getting money from
1: that. Well, Steve Albini is a dumbass. <laughs> is. It's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. He's gone into bankruptcy a couple times, just to go to Vegas and gamble yeah, to it make plays money. Plays poker. Because he won't take a percentage of the albums he's produced. Wait, that's just... Fucking dumb.
2: Yeah, that that album, that one album alone would have paid for his entire life.
1: Yeah, and you can't go back. You go, you know what? Can we renegotiate? Hey, can we get a piece of that. I mean, that would be like a guy trying to call his insurance company up after he closes out <laughs> part of his uh, car insurance and see if he can get it back after an accident happened. It's ridiculous. Um, my next song is uh, this is uh, this is a, a gigantic hit. This closes out the album. Uh. This is from a band uh, called Toto. Oh. My friend Steve Lukather's band. Friend Absolutely. of the show, Steve Lukather. You guys Lukather. are tight. You guys are tight. Uh, this closes out Toto 4. This is a gigantic song. Play it, Kyle. Your friend oh. your friend Harry loves it.
3: Yeah, this is
2: his favorite song. Harry? The wild yeah. dogs cry
0: out in the night As they grow restless, longing for some solitary calm
2: Know that I must do what's right
1: Sure as Kilimanjaro Rises like Hey a Did uh Serengeti Kilimanjaro What are they singing about? I don't know I was in both <laughs> Frightened Did of this thing Lucas That I've Lucas, do this? No, this was David Page And Jeff Picaro. Mm. Gotta take the life And drag me away From you Gotta hear him say the word mm. Mm. We play a drinking game. Whenever he says the word Africa, we drink. Chug it.
2: <laughs> Was the, uh, any other singles on this album?
1: Oh, you, no, Mike, you don't <laughs> win a Grammy Award for best album without some singles on this album. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, Rosanna, maybe you know that one.
2: Uh, absolutely.
1: Uh, I Won't Hold You Back. Mm make believe why don't we make believe we're in love again you know that one yes yeah you know it.
2: <laughs> know. Top speaking topic. of uh that era of rock and roll what's up
3: why are you shooting me a look no because i thought you were gonna cue me on something i don't know why yeah.
2: i had a pardo close call concert last mean? weekend what happened he, uh, What's I a Pardo
1: got a
3: close call concert
2: because I'll tell you what happened. Right. So the day before, apparently he's got some Chicago and earth, wind and fire are playing at the forum. Yep.
1: He sent me a message. I couldn't do it. You couldn't do
2: it. So I was probably fifth on the list, but I got the call. <laughs> Did you ask me? I, I got the what text. Kind of,
1: what kind of seats were those? Yeah. <laughs> were <are> the
2: seats. <laughs> and, uh, but he said he had like VIP, like a little backstage oh, action going to happen. So nice. I was like, yeah, let me know. Yeah. And of course that Saturday I get the thing. The text comes, hey, sick, really sick, can't, uh, you know, I'm like 90%, I don't think it's going to happen. I was like, all right, fine, because I had put in for spots down at the uh Now, Comedy in case Club people
1: don't or- know, who's the friend that gets sick the most?
2: <laughs> I can't say I was surprised at all.
1: He's, he's, I mean, I've heard him say, I've heard him say, I've heard him say this phrase more than, more than he's ever said hello, is, yeah, I just got some Cipro from my doctor. Yeah, just going to the me doctor Cipro.
2: the day before, and he's like, "I got a thing coming up this weekend. I, I don't want to risk it. I'm traveling, or whatever." It was. All I was right, like, so, "Fine." So then, what so happened? So it went uh, and it went from, "Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna." I was like, "And so by like around." Well, did you
1: say? Because I would have said, with the, "Can I have those tickets?" <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I let it. He goes, "Like, yeah, I'm not sure because I had put in for spots down at the Comedy Magic okay. Club, and and you know I was waiting here, and, right? And I was like, yeah, it's no, you know, no worries, fine, Get no worries, better. it's okay.'" And then uh, around four, I get a call. It's like, hey, I got some spots. It's like, no problem. He's like, I think I'm 90% out. I went, okay, fine. I, I made other plans. It's a big percentage, too, 90. Yeah. And then I, I ended up doing shows that night. And then I found out later the next day, he went. Who'd he go with? I think he went by himself. And then <coughs> shouldn't have gone, feel like crap. Yeah, it was a good show, but yeah. Should've he lives, he lives.
1: very close to the forum, though, too. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's nothing for him, but
1: but um, you know, it, it
2: would have been fun. I mean, I but you know. I mean,
1: if he got to go back in that foundation room, Murray and I got to do that for with the uh, with the Eagles, that place is fucking. It's like wait high, in the forum in the forum.
2: Oh, there's a, there's oh the VIP section. Wait, maybe it's not the fou- the, f- the foundation rooms at the House of Blues.
1: Uh, then it's called um, whatever. It's called the forum. Whatever, super duper forum room.
3: It's called the Don Henley Room. It's called
1: the Don Henley. But they have, they
3: have like high end alcohol,
1: and, they, and the food they bring out is like stuff you see like on a, like a Bravo cooking show. Would, oh, you like like, a, would you like a pear salad? Oh, yeah, I nice. certainly would. Listen, I mean, it's amazing.
2: No, that would have been great. Would
1: you like some coconut shrimp? <laughs> it's not like a dog and a pretzel.
2: No, I'm sure it would have been that fun. stinks. So it was a close call. That stinks, man. Yeah, I know. I was teased with a concert, I was teased with VIP passes. Didn't man, happen. That sucks. All right, you're up. What's up? Oh, okay. Well, this is the uh, closing song of uh, basically Bob Marley's
1: career. I'm hoping that all these songs are closing songs. <laughs> oh, this closes out the career.
2: Well, this is the last uh, album he made while he was alive. They, recorded, they released some posthumous ones after. What did he die of? Uh, cancer. He had cancer. And it was an infection that grew and that he never got it treated because he wanted to treat it the Rastafarian way, yeah. naturally. And they said, you know, that infection on your toe should probably be treated. No, man. God will do it. I'm going to rub, my spliff. Well, gonna just just rub my spliff on it. Well, God just killed you. spliff on it. Yeah. So this is the... Uh, but it was a great closer and for everything. This is a redemption song right. from the Uprising album. How
0: long shall they kill our prophets While we stand aside and look Ooh, Some say it's just a part of it We've got to fulfill the book Won't you help to sing
1: Whenever I hear any reggae music, I think of Dan Aykroyd's character uh, that he does on the train and, and trading places. <laughs>
4: babooyah, babooyah, ba-booyah <laughs> Trading <traiding> places. <laughs> places.
2: Mm. But, oh, you know, a little acoustic thing. It was very odd for, for him at that time. Yeah. Know? So it was like, it's huge. And it became one of his biggest
1: hits. He's actually strumming that guitar with his toe. <laughs> <laughs> Got infected oh. on the string. Poor, poor guy. Uh, we talked about Ant Man before we were recording. The best special effect in the whole movie, Kyle, yeah, is what?
3: I don't know what when think. he shrinks to an ant size. Uh, I had no idea that that was his
1: power going <laughs> in. No, they do a de aging process uh, on oh, Michael yeah. Douglas because the f- opening scene takes place in 1989, and fucking here comes Michael. D- here comes uh, here comes. Um, I can't even think of the movie. "Romancing the Stone." Michael Douglas oh, walks in. Nice. Mm-hmm. It would like they did it a couple years ago. In one of the X-Men movies, they did it on um, McKellen and Patrick Stewart. And you were like, oh,
3: that looks kind of cool. I, guess. I think it was the same company. This looks
1: know. fucking dead on.
2: Oh, really? It was unbelievable. Would they, could they, what are they CG his face from like actual movies that he did I before? think he just
1: comes in and does the scene. And I think they just take out all the wrinkles and everything. That's what I think yeah. they right.
2: did. They basically Photoshop him.
1: They Photoshop mm. him. It was crazy.
2: Oh, that's cool. He yeah. was a good-looking man back in the day.
1: He's still a distinguished-looking kind of guy. No,
2: we should all age so gracefully.
4: Yeah, he's got cancer in the throat from licking pussy. Is that what
2: it is? <laughs> yeah, I got cancer from my throat from Catherine Zeta-Jones puss.
3: <laughs> that's how Bob Marley got that toe infection.
4: <laughs> he was rubbing that toe job. I was, <laughs> I was giving Zeta Jones a toe
2: job. I was toe blasting her. <laughs> <laughs> oh and man, then, uh, that's terrible.
4: <laughs> what are you, then Michael Douglas, came, I came over and I licked his toe.
3: Oh, God. Why you, what? Why are you Jimmy Durant? Yeah, I know. am Michael Douglas. Ha, cha cha,
4: cha die. Die. <laughs> even, that, even though Frosty Mrs. was Tanafesh. made of snow, wherever you are, he right, was the best belly whopper in the <laughs> world. Now, Frosty knew that Karen couldn't go near the fire with him because he <laughs> would melt. So Frosty stayed 10 or maybe 20 feet away from the fire with the woodland creatures while Karen was warming her little mitts. Then the magician came okay. and took the hat and killed the Frosty. Have you ever had a Frosty at Wendy's? Damn things it's delicious. are the best. The worst. The worst.
1: <laughs> Uh, I love my band, The Kinks, and I love. Uh-huh. I know you do. I is this love, the Village Green Preservation Society. This is not. This is no. when. This is my. This is one of my top ten. Maybe not top ten. That's ridiculous. It's too high. It's one of my <laughs> top five Kinks albums of all time. I love. Give the people what they want, and this one closes out with better days.
3: It's called better things on here.
1: This one closes out with better things. <laughs> <laughs> This album was my introduction into the Kings. This is the first Kings album I ever bought. What year was this? 1981. Oh, wow. Destroyer. Was on, uh, that MTV. was your first one? It was my first Kinks. I mean, I knew that, I knew they had, you know, I knew their, their 60s hits. Right. Oh, Pretty really. Woman. And, I
2: uh, uh, Not Pretty Woman. I mean. You really got me. You really got me. All day
1: and all the night. <laughs> yeah. I knew those. Like, I didn't know. That's really all I knew. I knew they had like three big hits in the 60s. And then this was my first introduction. I love this
2: album. And then you did it Pat style and dug deep and got all the albums up dug, until that point.
1: I dug. Uh, I, I actually just come went back. Dancing. I went back a little ways. I didn't go back deep, deep into the '60s and '70s, and uh, I kept in the arena rock style um, Kinks for a while. So
2: this isn't is "Come Dancing" on this album?
1: No, that was the "State of Confusion." Was the follow-up to this album? Okay, and that had "Come Dancing" on it.
2: Mm-hmm. Are they coming back around? Ray Davies is. Dave
1: Ray- Davies is coming to the Roxy.
2: Dave, just Dave. Dave, Dave. okay.
1: And uh, does he have
2: a singer? Does he bring a singer? No, or he, he sing? sings. Oh, he does. Yeah, okay.
1: he sings. Um, did you get Joe Jackson tickets yet? I didn't get them. Are you going to get one? I'm, I've never seen him. Have you seen him? No. I want to go. I was trying to convince
2: Murray to go, and he was like, "Nah, I've seen him already."
1: <laughs> just get God, a ticket. Oh, God I'll forbid be, we go. A I'll be there now. with Suzanne. Uh, Where are the seats? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They better be good, Suzanne. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I didn't
2: pull the trigger on it because like, I think I'm still shell shocked from the, the Tom Petty bath I took when I bought all those tickets. Just give
1: one ticket; you can't go wrong with getting one. <laughs> nah, I know you'll know two people it's there. Probably sold out by now. It might be. Get a yeah, Dave Davies ticket at the at the Roxy is where. It's when mine. is he? When is he coming? November. I already oh. got my tickets with my my uh, my your concert wife. No, with uh, with Mario. Ooh. Who's Mario? He's a friend think I of like mine. This fella. He's uh he's a never not funny listener, but then he he's, my he's, spot. He's my friend now. <laughs> he's he's my kinks he's, he's he's your kinks friend he's like suit so like this is oh, that'd he, be great he has to go have you ever seen him solo no dave no hmm. no i heard he you know he plays and tells stories and i gotta get his signature that's what absolutely, I want. absolutely. When, I get, when i get him sitting in that seat you're sitting in oh that would be great yeah yeah
2: he doesn't seem great. like the kind of guy that would to sit down and talk yeah
3: where's mike gonna sit then
1: ah see i don't know where's where's his seat where's my seat <laughs> Uh, that was Better Things, also known as Better Days on this but, show. Yeah. What's your next one, Mike?
2: Uh, I'm going to go with our pals U2 and closing the Unforgettable Fire album, mm-hmm. which had Pride in the Name of Love. They mm-hmm. kind of wrap it up in a nice bow with uh, MLK. MLK. And may
0: your dreams be real if the sun th- Passes rain, so let it rain. Let it rain, rain on me.
2: I was like some albums' closers that just kind of like tail it off. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a nice. That's a nice coda.
1: Mm-hmm. Coda. That's what I was looking for. It's a nice coda. Kyle doesn't like that term.
3: No, I don't <laughs> like that Coda either. Oh! <laughs> I was, now about, she's, I was she's, about ready to have a dream there. That's
1: Kathy Lee's uh, co-host, right? Coda? Yeah. Coda and Kathy Lee?
3: <laughs> the other
2: U2 one I was going to maybe bring is the one that closes Octung Baby, whose uh, name I can't remember right now.
1: I can tell you. God, Kyle, don't, don't look it up. Oh,
2: it was, was going to be a race. It was going to be a we're laptop recording, race.
1: Uh, we're recording an all U2 show this coming Wednesday evening with Murray Villarreal. Is it Love is Blindness? Is that... Love is Blindness. Yeah. We're recording with Murray Villariano and one of our, uh, the biggest U2 fan I know is Aaron Gould who also does artwork for us.
2: Are you and gonna sit that one out, Kyle? No, I'll he's here.
1: bring earplugs. You don't like you two, right? <laughs> no. We'll make you like them. I think you're gonna like
2: them. You're gonna shove it down your throat. Yeah. Uh,
1: toe job style. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is, uh, we're going back to 1966. Oh. I was, I was two. You, Mike, you I were- was not alive. You were not alive yet? Kyle? Nope, nope, not even.
2: Not even close.
1: This is from the Simon and Garfunkel album, Sounds of Silence, uh, and this song closes it out. Play a cop. I
0: build walls, a fortress deep and mighty, that run may penetrate. I have no need of friendship friendship causes pain it's laughter and
2: it's loving i disdain i have a rock i have
1: that was a 25 year old paul simon amazing yep i know a 25 year old is trying to run a 5k <laughs> <laughs> this guy wrote uh, badly this guy wrote hello darkness my old friend when he was 25
2: yeah, I was not uh, writing jokes that uh, with that kind of shelf life. I can tell you that right now. I'm
1: telling you, crazy, oh,
2: man. These They're, guys that could write songs. What else is on that album? Uh, Sounds of silence. You said
3: no. You no no autographs.
1: What, not, <laughs> not, well, no. autographs. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Simon. <laughs> uh, this is Sound of Silence. Kathy's song, A Most Peculiar Man. April come she will. Oh, April am,
2: come she will. That's I great. am a
1: rock. Richard Corey. I, I love all these uh, Simon Garfunkel albums. I really do. I think they're they're awesome. I want to do. I think I'm going to do. We're going to do a Simon Garfunkel show with Andy Kindler because I know he's a gigantic fan. Okay. And you can't you can't talk about Paul Simon without a Jew in the room. <laughs> so we got to get Andy Kindler in here.
2: They could probably wear the same clothes. <laughs>
1: probably. <laughs> Is that an insult? To?
2: No, I don't know. They're, they strike me as the same size.
1: Hmm. Interesting. I think Andy's taller than. I think he's... Yeah,
2: Simon's pretty small, right? He's tiny.
1: He? Kyle, you were next to him.
3: Yeah, he was shorter than me.
2: Yeah, and getting shorter <laughs> every day. Is he, is he shorter than you? Yeah. He's like wow. three
1: times your age, too. <laughs> How old is he right now? Let's find out. Paul he's Simon, I'm 73, guess 70- shares a birthday with Rita, my daughter, October 13th. Oh, the day r- before r- mine. Sorry, Rita.
2: I'm October 14th.
1: <laughs> Happy birthday, Mike. So Rita and uh, Pete Hankard. Moore have the same. Yeah, yeah, Rita and Pete Moore. Sammy Hagar is also on the 13th, October 13th. Uh, it's your
2: turn, Mike. All right. I'm going to go with a uh, classic album for sure. This is 1977 Sex Pistols. Never mind the bollocks. What better way to close your album than give a big F you to the record company that turned you down before or All right. canceled ZMI.
1: I still, I still think the guys at EMI heard that song. And went. I still think we made the right decision. <laughs> how many copies of this album sold?
2: I don't. I have. That's no their idea. only album, right? The only album. Yeah. If you know, I don't count the Rock and Roll Swindle or anything like that. No, That's, yeah, that it. was it. That was it. One and done. Which kind of ruined it for a lot of the other punk bands because the, yeah. all the record company saw that when oh, these guys will flame out. Yeah.
1: There, Ramones there's has, no shelf life. In Ramones it. had sixteen albums.
2: <laughs> and all I don't know if the but the Ramones albums how, how many did they sell. Did they ever have one go platinum,
1: ever? Let me find out.
2: I can't imagine they would. They had some gold, but... I don't even know if
1: they had some gold.
2: Really? Not even the... Maybe.
1: Let's find out, Mike. Let me look it up.
2: What would be the best-selling Ramones album? Rocket
1: to Russia? The first album went gold. Oh, it did? The first one, okay. And Mondo Bizarro went gold in 1992. Really? Yeah. And then everything else, uh, it's, you know... It's out there. Buy it. How
2: many did uh, Sex Pistols? Never mind the Bollocks. Sell
3: it went platinum in '92.
2: '92 in America. Yeah,
1: finally went platinum.
2: So that was
3: platinum in the UK in '88.
2: '88. So it took 15 years in America for it to go platinum. Wow. And And platinum's a million, right?
1: Yep. And then what did Johnny Rotten do when that uh, gold album came to his house? He just fucking wiped his ass and went (laughs) in the trash.
2: (laughs) Gave it to a garbage man.
1: Won't fucking want it.
4: I want that rock and record. Oh God! It's, it's really bad.
1: getting worse. It's, it's pretty. No, the accent is getting horrible. This is a song, Mike. I think that that I've played before, or you've played it before uh, on this show. Um, I don't know what the, the episode was. Who knows? But it's just, uh, this is the this closes out the 1978 album produced by Jackson Brown called Excitable Boy. Ah, Warren Zevon.
2: Yes.
3: Oh, I was on Mike's list. That's why I was confused. That's okay, uh,
1: Kyle.
2: Yeah, you got a lot of things to do. Yeah.
3: I went home with a waitress. Stand up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the way I always do.
0: How was I don't know?
4: She was with the Russians too. Gambling in Havana.
1: Such a great song. Yeah.
4: I took a little risk.
2: I think I played this in the crime spree. Yes, One. that's what it was.
4: Send lawyers,
0: guns, and money. Dad, get me out
1: of this. Ha! It's about a rich, uh, privileged kid who got himself in trouble. Yeah. It's called Daddy. <laughs>
3: the, this is about Donald, then, Donald Trump the, Jr. They interview of Paul Go Martin about it. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I found the article by the way.
1: Oh, you did? James of the shooting? It? Yeah.
3: He's, he's the first line. Yeah. Paul Go Martin was sitting inside a Studio City coffee oh shop Friday afternoon when people started shouting about gunfire.
1: Oh, man. What if, why didn't Paul say it? now? You can quote me, but if you could please say Paul Go Martin of the Mental Illness Happy Hard <laughs> Podcast.
2: Yeah, did he get a plug in there? He, he didn't.
3: I don't think
1: so. <laughs>
2: He made it. That was a quote. You he, guys can hear about, more about uh, my explanation when I, you listen to my podcast.
1: He also posted. I can I hope he comes to poker this next week so we can hear about it. He also posted on Facebook. Stop sending me. Con- you don't have to send me condolences about this. He goes. I chose because he watched the guy get shot. He goes. I chose to watch it. He goes. I could have easily. Yeah. <laughs> hidden behind a tree. He goes. But.
3: Well, here it says when the man raised his weapon, Gil Martin jumped behind a tree. <laughs> really. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: but then he watched. He watched from the tree, from the comfort of his tree. Like yeah, Artie Johnson. Artie Johnson. Very interesting.
4: Murder in the middle of a, oh, a terrible accent. That is, wow. I will go back to doing a Jimmy, Durant. <laughs> cha, cha. Now Frosty had an icy cock.
3: <laughs>
4: and way, he just got around. He knew until he heard Dim holler,
3: stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Frosty died, right? The cops yeah. came and cop, yeah. Yep. Death, Death, Death by yeah. cop. They actually, they, shot, him. By they shot his hat
1: off and he melted, yeah. <laughs> immediately melted.
3: Your turn, Mike. You're up. He brought out a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: okay, this is uh, from Tom Petty's opening album, his, his uh, debut album, and this turned out to be the longest oh, lasting man. hit he had on, from that album. Yeah, so
4: go ahead. It's amazing. Oh, so good.
0: Raise the promises. <laughs> She couldn't think of the
2: That's
1: enough of that
0: really. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like it when you go wow
0: <laughs>
1: When I sing this in my car I think I sound exactly yeah. like him
2: The car next to you doesn't feel the same way
1: <laughs> or, or, or all my children Or all the people in the car
0: Yeah.
1: Is there hand claps I think Through mm.
0: a girl.
1: So great.
2: I guess that uh, album, I guess, did better in the UK before it came here. It never like it didn't did nothing here when it yeah, came out. Yeah, they were
1: kind of the first three albums. They were kind of trying to make them look a little new waveish, a little punkish. Even that that the Damn the Torpedoes album cover skews so like punk to me. Yeah, just him just kind the color, of color that red background, black jacket, and just like.
2: But the, I guess breakdown got some airplay. Like somebody put it on here as a goof. Like some DJ ran yeah. it and then it blew up, and then people bought the album and then oh, and then that became like a staple yeah, now. It's so great, and now we can't have a concert without playing it. It's usually a closer, right? Or it's, at least closes the first, like before the encore.
1: I will agree with you that he plays it. <laughs> what? When you saw him, did he play it? He played it, right? Uh, yeah, he got to.
2: But where did he play it? He did play not play Breakdown, saw... though. He didn't play Breakdown at the forum.
1: I would rather, what would you rather hear? American Girl or Breakdown?
2: Mm, American Girl. Yeah. But Breakdown's great. It is great. He's,
1: he's in the area of too many songs.
2: Yeah. I wanted to hear uh, Listen to Her Heart, which is my favorite song, oh, and then so he good. never never played it.
1: She might need a lot of loving, but she don't need you. Oh,
2: that's my favorite song. Of his. This is great. Um, this, so there, there you go. Classic.
1: Classic. I'm going to play a song. If Rod, I know Rod Stewart gets a lot of flack because the '70s is bordering on disco, and and then he does the standards. Look, if you
2: want his body and you think he's sexy, sexy.
1: let him know. Come on, sugar. Let him know But he does He does have uh, One or two Classic classic albums And this would probably be The most classic Rod Stewart album It's Every Picture Tells a Story And the song that closes That album out Is uh, Reason to Believe
0: If I gave you Time to change my mind
2: So my my question always about this album is: yeah. If he doesn't make this album, does he get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a solo artist?
1: I think so because um, because uh, songs that aren't on this album, I mean,
2: let me or is see. he Robert Palmer? You know what I mean? I
1: don't know. I mean, the first, his first album has handbags and glad rags. The second album has gasoline alley. Um. I mean, this does have Maggie Mae on it, and it's got I Know I'm Losing You, Mandolin Wind, Every Picture Tells a Story. The album that followed it has uh, You Wear It Well. I don't know. It's, that's a tough, that's a good question. That's a good question. Is he going to get in because of all the 70s hits with You're In My Heart, You're In My Soul, and all that kind of stuff? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know.
2: I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be there now. My,
1: Mike, I don't know. <laughs> Look, I mean, we can talk to We're blue in the face. I can tell you. I don't know. He might get in. He might not get in. We do talk hey, to we're hey, blue hey. in
2: the face in here. That's I don't
1: I don't fucking vote. Oh god Do I give him a vote? I get my vote. Who's this guy? I think it's Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> they were running uh they were running uh the lethal weapon marathon. Uh actually not a marathon. Okay, 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 okay. Just okay. three and four. Ugh. Ruined the franchise. Both of them terrible. <laughs> terrible. No reason for Joe Pesci to be in the third. He's their friend in the third.
3: <sighs> what what were they what were uh or three and four on? Were they on like FX or?
1: Something, yeah. Why? And then the fourth one, man, Martin Riggs. Riggs has long hair. Don't pop up with your short haircut. Put a wig on that. They long hair Riggs is what I like.
2: I don't uh, even remember them making a four.
1: Uh, yeah, Jet Lee's the villain in the fourth. Uh, Chris Rock's great. in two of them. Love it. <laughs> so Chris Rock, the worst actor So fucking ever.
2: terrible. He can do one guy, Chris Rock. That's why he was awful on SNL.
1: Yeah. And did you ever notice the thing he would do with his fingers on SNL when he was doing characters? He would like hold his fingers like this when he would do, ca- like and it I was, was like, I, I don't ninja, know if that he's was. doing a, like, like a Vulcan. Uh, I don't know if that's like, like a, he would do a Vulcan and then cry. I don't know if that was a nervous tick that he would do because he was nervous. And he's this, this, this gesture. Yeah. Oh. I'm doing this
3: gesture. <laughs>
2: what would you describe to the people what you're
1: doing?
3: He's just rolling his hands with, and <laughs> yeah, they like look this. like they're Ninja Turtle fingers.
1: Yeah. Like this.
2: Looks like a lobster hands.
1: What can't, which one, where's my camera? <laughs> lobster hands. What's up, Mike? You got a song. I got yeah, three more. You do?
2: Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with... Uh, We're doing good on time, though. Okay, good. We're going to uh, go with uh, the band that you and Frank Viernet just had a uh, a long show about. Yep. And uh, this might be a crossover, but this is the greatest it's closer. Not a, I don't
1: have any who because of that show okay, I just did. Okay,
2: yeah, but I couldn't let this go without... This. From Who's Next? Yep. Won't get fooled. Yet. Yeah, yeah I, I, I queued it up right to.
3: Yeah. Oh no, there's a murder.
1: After you run that 5k, there's going to be a white chalk line around your body. <laughs> F.P. Townsend told CSI, You can use the song. We have to play the whole song every week.
2: Eight and a half minutes.
1: They're coming in September. Pardo and I are going. We do not have tickets yet if you want to join us.
2: I'm in on that. We're well, going- no,
1: September what? I don't know, but we're going down to Anaheim to see them.
3: You like to travel? Yeah.
2: I know, but is it late? Is it late September? Well, I'll find out. Discuss it
1: later. Okay, good. I may not be here. <laughs> All right. Uh, this song uh, closes out an album by the first album by a supergroup comprised of the aforementioned Tom Petty, Jeff Lynne. Ah, the Dylan,
2: Wilburys. Good looking band. George Harrison. <laughs> good looking band.
1: <laughs> Who's gone? We had two people who are gone. Rocking Peace, Roy Orbison, and George Harrison. Yeah. Jim Keltner on drums, and this song is actually it's the last song in the album. and It's also called "End of the Line." That's Jeff Lynn.
0: Even if the say you're wrong, well, it's all right. Sometimes you gotta be strong. Well, it's all right. As long as you got somewhere to lay, well, it's all right. Every day is judgment day.
1: Here comes some other guys.
4: Maybe somewhere down the
1: road. at the end of the line. End of the line. Sing everybody.
4: somewhere down the road when somebody plays
0: at the end of the line. haze.
1: That's a good album.
2: It is. I'm I not like gonna argue one. with you on yeah. that one. Traveling Wilburys The second one? Uh, I Volume
1: think, three?
2: Yeah, I think they went is to is what
1: they <laughs> called it. <laughs> and then twenty years later, Chicken Foot. We called our second album Volume Three. Yeah, good. Clever. Yeah. Yeah, very good, Sammy. <laughs> Yeah, 88. Look it up. (laughs) You're next, Mike. Uh,
2: Okay, I'm going to go back to 77 and back to London. This is The Clash, London Calling. Huge album, album, double album, and then it ends with uh, kind of a most poppy song on the whole
1: thing. Yeah. Big single. I love this song so much. This is one of my mental patient songs. Wasn't it a hidden track for a while, too? I don't know. I'm going to say it was. Kyle, Research.
4: Doing this dance. Train in vain. Train Bane. Bane.
3: Yeah, in the original version of the album, it was not listed on it's the sleeve or no, on no the label the record itself. Yeah, but together. as an extraneous sticker indicating that the track was affixed to the outer cellophane wrapper,
1: the sticker was on the outside of the album that said d- yeah. "Does con- con- Does Include Train and drain.
3: <laughs> Why wouldn't they yeah. just put it? I don't uh, know. No. Hmm.
1: Probably their most popular song. <laughs> One, of the One of them.
3: Yeah, th- <laughs> top three. Later editions included. Ah, gotcha. Right. Uh, TMI. <laughs> no, that was EMI, and that was uh, weird.
1: EMI. D-M-I! This is uh, This next one's from 75 It's a classic, classic, classic album By this artist I wish we had that drop in right now Classic artist It it might be one of the most Epic album closers of all time Let's hear a little bit of Jungle Land Crossover
2: Do you have this? Yeah Nine and a half minutes
4: Yep And a barefoot girl the shadow hands
3: They're going to use this for CSI. We have <laughs> to the
1: listen to that song three times and you're done with your 5k <laughs> there you go 27 that's a, that's an tw- hour no, 20, yeah. no. <laughs> 28 and a half minutes buddy you can clock it in okay well, we're do done this. recording let's all three go for a quick run yeah we could do it i got a dress shirt on
3: let's go for a run
2: well run down ventura and bring your gun <laughs> <laughs> wave it around <laughs> we'll
3: we're go, get, go see Gil we're, Gil just, we're just getting ready to start the race that's why i'm gonna fire <laughs> <Yeah. and laughs> you're gonna, and gonna fire run right? yeah. It
1: was Jungle Land down there on Ventura a couple days ago. <laughs> so uh, you, we crossed over. So you only have one more, right?
2: I have uh, two more, actually. All
1: right. You go, then I'll go, and we'll use yours for the, your last one for the figure out which okay. one you want to play us out with.
2: I got an odd one here for the next one. This is uh, We're going to country it up a little bit. This okay. is from a 99 album from Lucinda Williams, which like won a Grammy, I think. Okay. Or like, I, I like a little alt country every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. And Steve Earle had a part of this. This is from Car Wheels on a Gravel Road. This is a Jackson
0: Once I get to Baton Rouge, I won't cry a tear for you. Once I get to Baton Rouge, I won't cry a tear for you.
1: along on the show but it's cool. Nice. No, I like that. No, Pilar's a little slide listen, guitar. Listen to Williams.
2: This is a nice way to wrap the album up. It's like a little mellow. Just another happened. one's tailed. a coda, a nice coda. That
1: is a nice coda. I just happened to uh, glance at my Facebook page. Kathy Ladman just said uh, because of my review of Ant-Man, her family went to see it yesterday. And They hated it. No. <laughs> Loved it. Oh. And then she put and I am not an Avengers type person.
2: Because of your review, she went to see it.
1: Yeah. She's mm-hmm. more of a,
3: she's more of a DC She's decent.
1: <laughs> she she fucking loves it. No, Ant
3: Man is a sequel to Yes Man. Yes, it's the same director, mm-hmm. right?
2: So this is fun for the whole family, is what you're saying. This uh, did yeah, the girls her, go
1: with you? Uh, Sarah did because I always investigate it before I decide if Rita can go. So I am going to take Rita. I think she'll like it. Oh, really? And the uh, the girl in the movie that plays Paul Rudd's daughter, and she's in it a, a lot. Yeah, she's uh she goes to Rita's school.
3: No
2: way. Yeah. Wow. She's a kid at the school. And she well, was she's good. Got to, mm-hmm. She's got to see it then. Yeah.
1: She was good too. She wasn't like one of these actor kids like dead. She older than Rita? Um, I think she's younger. She's oh. younger. Oh, younger than Rita. Yeah. She's wow. younger. She might be, she might be like a third grader. Yeah, she she be won't be going
2: grade. to the school long. She's going to be like on the set. Oh, she's going to be. Homeschooled, weirdo, drunk. Weirdo,
1: drunk. drunk. <laughs> Drug problem. <laughs> yeah. Hanging out with uh, Drew Barrymore, getting a time machine, hang out with her. <laughs> uh, Corey
2: Feldman will stop by.
1: I'm gonna play. Uh, I'll play my last one. Then we'll do a little promoting of stuff, and then okay. we'll close it out with you. Um, this is still one of my favorite Van Halen albums. It's from Sammy Hagar era. I think it's the best Sammy Hagar era album. We
2: call that Van Hagar, bro,
1: <laughs> dude. From '91, for the very witty title of four Unlawful Carnal what Knowledge." What does that mean, Pat?
2: What does it mean? Fuck. Oh, they're clever.
1: It's from the "Fuck" album. <laughs> So stupid. Were you here when someone said this that um, their second album was called OU812? And someone said that was in response to David Lee Roth's Eat 'em and Smile. And I'm like, I never heard that before, but I bet you're right, and that's lame. <laughs> Eat 'em and Smile. Yeah, OU812. Oh. But this closes out the album. Children. This is, I love this song so much. This is uh, Top of the World. It's top of the world. <laughs> Give me some juice. Now look, well,
0: I don't well, mind that.
1: No, that's good. Yeah. And it, uh, the album, the album also, you know, fair warning, uh, not fair warning. The album f- um, by David Lee Roth and Van Halen. I'm saying, I'm giving you warning that this album also opens with Pound Cake, okay, which is a song about pussy. <laughs> and uh, track three is called Spanked, God. and it's about the. I think the chorus is, "All you bad bad boys, call her up on the spank line." No, that's so, Sammy. We
2: got to blame Sammy for that, yeah. like, juvenile myth, right? But
1: then it's got run around and pleasure dome, in and out, and in and out is not sex. Doing the old in and out? That, they get you coming in, they get you going out, same okay. amount. And it's got <laughs> dream is over right now. He's saying it costs money to come into the world, it costs money to die. Uh, it's, okay. just,
4: He's deep. it's just He's deep. He's deep, That's Sammy. It's the
1: best. <laughs> Okay, let's promote some stuff. Kyle, your 5K is coming up. People want to come out and see you <laughs> yeah. uh, pass out at a 5K. This is going to be in San Francisco. Yes. You're driving or flying?
3: Driving up. Why don't you
1: run up? That's a nice warm-up for the... I could, I should do <laughs> that. You're driving up. Who's going up with you?
3: It's Branton and myself.
1: A couple of, couple of guys just taking just, a just weekend. Just hanging out in San Francisco uh, for the you're weekend. Staying in a, you're staying in a hotel.
3: I think we're in an Airbnb. All right, and where, and where is this? San Francisco. Oh, very nice. Yeah.
1: And what's the what's the five k called? I assume Batman costumes are involved. No, I this
3: isn't
2: the Beta Breakers like, thing, is it?
3: No, I think it oh. benefits uh, marine mammals.
1: It Benefits g- trying to get Gotham like off like the seals air or whatever. All right, well that's good. <laughs> Who's on a
3: marathon to try and get Gotham, <laughs> <up> gotham
1: <laughs> off? And then um, uh, your stand up thing in August eighth will already have happened. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Good show. You Good selling set. tickets yet? You selling
3: any tickets yet? I guess.
1: Are you doing How a many? one man thing? I what are you know. doing? He's doing a yes. He's doing a one man. Yeah, I'm doing,
3: no, uh, you're clo- you're headlining a the theater. <laughs> no, no, it's I'm a festival. Doing the Greek, it's like a festival thing. Oh, okay. But you're the opening
1: act. You have I to set so. a nice table. I do. Are you also then hosting the rest of the show?
3: I don't think so. All right, because I'm planning on leaving. Okay. okay, I'm done. When
1: was the last time you did stand up?
3: Uh, a couple weeks ago. Where'd I did you do open it? Open mic. Down at Westside Comedy Theater.
1: All right. How'd that go?
3: Good, I guess. <laughs> well,
1: did the people laugh?
3: Yeah, they're too busy. Not laughing? On their phones. Or <laughs> too <laughs> busy not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. It was like three. It was like... F- how many comics? It was like 10 other comics writing their sets before they went up. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Well, that's well was this a special show? You, you, you got to write your set on the spot? No. Like you...
3: Oh. This is like an So it's a bunch mic. of comments.
2: Oh, they're just looking at each other. And yeah. Nobody's laughing at each other. Yeah, I remember those. Those yeah, are fun. That's a lot
1: of fun. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what do you got coming up?
2: Um, well, if this is coming out, I'm guessing I'm probably in Europe right now. So I'm jo- I'm enjoying myself. Um, some, But also recording some video stuff that I'm doing there for the Travel Tales podcast. All right. And for some other projects I'm doing. That's TravelTalesPodcast.com and Travel Tales Pod on Twitter. And uh, if you enjoyed me on... Last Comic Standing, there might be some dates at funnymike.com. I nice. promote. I watched and it. Funny I didn't see Twitter. you at
3: all. <laughs> <laughs> two hours I don't know how time. they cut
2: it, man. I don't know how, what I'll be. A, I'm hoping they'll be kind to me. In well, the I edit. hope
3: you'd let me know. This is going to I think hope this, they don't make me
2: look like a dick backstage or something. I
1: think this is going to drop August 13th. Oh, really? Were you a dick backstage? No. Okay. But, you know, they can cut things fun.
2: anyway. They want, you know, me looking at something that has nothing to do with... Whatever. You literally, saying. you just have. You've to, worked on these shows. You have to,
1: you have to pull a, uh, wear a hoodie and pull it up over your head and pull the drawstring tight <laughs> and just, and then turn around and face in a corner until or, they tap you until or, you uh, start.
3: Or if you just hold up your middle finger in front of your face, then they can't use anything. Yeah, that's too. true. Oh, that's a good idea. Fuck the Is fuck, there, fuck, fuck the
1: fuck. No, there were some
2: guys doing that, like uh, saying a lot of fucks. Yeah, and just because they didn't want to be
1: on on, yeah. This you know, not like, but no, but you know what I mean? This you is know, like, you know how I cut that together. Then the voiceover says some comedians had a bad set. Fuck the fuck.
2: Fuck. Yeah. The fuck. <laughs> well, I mean, these are people, yeah, these are right. all professional comics, you know, yeah. it's not like they pulled people off the street and then they're no. so excited about being, right. we all know these shows and we yeah. all know we don't want to look bad. And yeah. a lot of guys, right. and I'm not on the road, like a lot of these guys are every week that make their living on the yeah. road. And how's it going to, you look like an asshole going to help you sell tickets. Help you. Right. Not so not they know. You.
1: Unless that's your hook, I'm the asshole comedian. Um, we are, uh, Kyle, you're at Kyle Dotson Funny on Twitter. Mike, where are you at on Twitter?
2: Uh, Funny Mike on Twitter and uh, Travel Tales Pod on Twitter.
1: We are at Rock Solid Show on Twitter and at Pat underscore Francis. Are you getting Twitter. donations? Uh, getting a few donations here and there. People are donating money. I appreciate it. Uh, I, send, I send them a personal note that says, uh, Thanks a lot. Fuck jobs. And uh, no, I sent a nice note and then they get the, the live from the Rock Solid Studio CD for a minimum donation of $20. Um, oh, I also
2: want to say Frank Biernat invited me to visit him when I was in uh, Europe. I don't know if I'll be able to get there though.
1: Oh, he's it's a great guy. You should. He's yeah. fun. He's fun. Just don't go to a bar and get in a fight with him.
2: Oh, guy yeah. He likes to fight. His trouble. His friends sound like a lot of trouble. His
1: friends are Kyle size. They fight.
2: <laughs> um, they're like a bunch Thank of Thank you, ant- Frank, for the offer.
1: Bunch of, a, bunch of, a bunch of ant men. <laughs> Um if you put that Ant-Man suit Kyle on, if you put that on and push the button, you'd disappear.
3: Yeah, I'd be done.
1: You'd be done. You're <laughs> gone.
3: Or or I just push it a little bit and grow like a foot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also on iTunes you can still purchase the uh the premium episode for dollar ninety nine. It's called Episode 200A that Kyle and I put together.
2: Flying off the shelves.
1: Flying off the shelves. We are up to about, I think, 48 purchases. Thanks, thanks uh, over 2,000 listeners. When's that going (laughs) to go platinum? Uh, That'll go platinum probably in the year 2525. Rita can collect on that. Rita can collect on that, possibly. Well, her children's children. (laughs) Um, I think that's it. Uh, Mike, thanks for being here, as always. Kyle, thank you. Always fun, thanks. What are you going to play? And we did good. We were trying to keep it at 90 minutes. Where are we at?
3: One thirty fifty
1: five. We're not bad. We're not bad. Okay, let's play it out, and uh, and we'll be done.
2: I'm going to close this out with uh, 1983. "Speaking in Tongues" album from the Talking Heads. And all I can picture when I hear this is uh, the scenes in Wall Street where uh, Charlie Sheen's decorating his penthouse. But this was big. (laughs) But this closed the album that had "Burning Down the House" on it, and it was like their big, huge album. Cool. This is uh, this must be the place.